Hello, hello. It's a late night recording. Uh, definitely the the energy is not the same as, you know. Latest in quite a while. For quite some time. And normally I'm the culprit, the reason for that. Uh, but today it's a little, little different. The old man has brought us the way past our bedtimes. Yeah. Well, birthday week, you got to got to do something gotta so live it up. i'll say um for anybody else out there that is also old i just didn't realize it hit you like the day that you you leveled <laughs> up the day that you became a new age like i don't know it just hits you immediately like if you don't get those full eight hours and uh and i don't know your body just starts aging well, rapidly you, you've trapped yourself in the in the sleeping schedule i i have not done that yet i will say though the moment i turned 25 Every time I sneeze, I risk blowing my back out every <laughs> single time. I've had like a headache since I uh, since it was my birthday, and not because of a hangover, because you're old. Yeah, literally, I, it was just like this is your new life. And now, uh, welcome. <laughs> no, it's because of all those times you you bragged about never getting headaches. Yeah, and I they knew all it, hit you. I knew it would get me eventually. Um, uh, and we've done a great job of stacking up. Uh, a billion different things to talk about somehow with um, a very short amount of time that we have to record yeah obviously if you listen to the last episode we mentioned how um the next game was chicago that was a lie there actually ended up being a midweek against dc so right. nobody has heard from us since uh dc chicago and now uh yesterday we had the open cup game with the revs yeah so there's a lot yeah. of uh a different analysis to talk about and you know, when we pile up these games, we usually go with a different format and try to, you know, talk theory and talk about bigger picture stuff. Um, because how do you include so many thoughts within 20 yeah. minutes? We never successfully do. We always never. run to 30 minutes. Um, but they're uh, across all the games, really, you know, although some of them are more boring than others, there's still quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I'm just scrolling back, I mean, the last time... We lost a game was in April. It's I April second. I believe it's ten unbeaten all competitions right now. Yeah, and uh, I mean at that time we were we were a little down bad. We had like a run of three games where we lost in a row, and we were like, oh well, you know, there goes that that title. You know, we're not we're not retaining it. We're done. Since then, we've been nothing but a bulldozer. Just yeah, Ronnie is everything taken, in front of us. Taking the pain um, from crashing out of the ccl and somehow channeled it into probably one of the most successful runs that we've had as a club in history i think yeah, i would say definitely i mean there, there's nobody big or small that's really coming to us and, and getting anything and, and obviously a lot of that comes from you know this huge home stretch that we've been on you know mm -hmm. we've not had to travel yeah um which is huge but you know at the same time we're losing players um, to stupid yellow cards and things like that and it's not phasing us even mm -hmm. even when we're scraping one nil wins it's like we seem dominant during those games yeah i mean certainly with the open cup yesterday i, I think there was a point when you know we were we were in the 80s per, uh possession wise like for a percentage that's what a keaton will do for you yeah, I mean, when you have the best midfielder, the best player <laughs> in, the in uh, on the globe on like, your team. What, what was it according to height to pass uh, completion ratio? Yeah, I think. <laughs> but uh, we, you know, 
zeroing in on that Open Cup game because it's the most immediate to what we've watched from the team. Um, and obviously it was not a full-strength lineup, although it got stronger as the minutes ticked on and Ronnie decided he was going to you know, nut up and put Win some the of the game. yeah put some of the big dogs in, um, but we that entire game were absolutely dominating it. Uh, I think at some point we tweeted that you know I think Bruce Arena got carded like in the first couple minutes of extra time and Dude's for being mad. It's like I don't know how Dude's you could possibly be mad after coming in with a game plan of putting like nine to sometimes 10 men behind the ball for all 90 minutes and, and be, not scoring and be upset that you're losing yeah. like i don't know and he got carded for it uh good on the but ref for that the refs for it yeah like it's the ref's fault yeah um all the while we're learning <sighs> open cup ball. refs are are no better than pro refs and without var i would you know deem them worse i'll just go on record yeah um, not good but the, there was a lot of highlights, I think, from that hack. Um, to me, obviously, looked pretty incredible. Um, you know, for what it's worth, against you know somewhat of a New England B side, um, playing like I think in a six role, which that's all we you know. Hack is that CDM guy, and that's what he's gonna do. And we're starting to see Maxi um, in you know a few of the past couple games also in that role, and. Unfortunately, I feel like, you know, that's something if Maxi ends up staying with us long term, that is always going to be, you know, you see somewhat more attacking players become a little bit more defensive minded in the midfield. Um, but I hope it's not it's not too long of a thing where maybe guys like Hack might lose positions to an older guy like Maxi. And, you know, this is like we're talking like long term NYCFC yeah. stuff right now. Yeah. But, but I mean, do, do you think that that's, you know, all these different guys coming in and playing six i think even vuk came mm -hmm. in and played six um you know is that is that ronnie admitting that he doesn't have a like a standout guy there and he's trying anything to find that guy or do you think it's just kind of like let's duct tape this thing together right now and yeah i think it was a little bit of a, a duct tape at the end of that open cup game um, I mean, he, not to cut you off, but he probably wished he could have pulled James Sands out of the stands and oh just my plugged him in. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, not only in that game, but if we could, like... Forever. Yeah, forever bring him back um, and, and never allow him to leave. Like, we should never allow Tati to leave. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're doing, we're doing all right without him. We are him. doing. I mean, in that Chicago game, unfortunately, we saw some of our firepower go down um you know hopefully nothing too serious um like we were talking you know, like a strain or you know at worst case a pull but not mm -hmm. a not a tear it didn't seem like he was in too much pain i feel like if you tear it it's yeah probably very very painful it just looked like he was very annoyed and at least like I was telling you, he, he went down immediately, so he, he didn't play on it. Yeah, um, and we, we've gotten confirmation that it was his hamstring. We do, I guess we just don't know the degree to which, you know. The injury is. It, yeah, which what we level probably it won't. is. We, I mean. Yeah, and then aside from uh, GP pulling up with that, we went into the game without Tati, which was a, a concern from the jump after his yellow card accumulation. Which um, I did not account for in my prediction that he yeah. would score a hat trick. And we silenced that prediction. Yes. Well, actually, I guess it was in the episode, but it was there. But the we, short didn't go global. Yeah, the, the short didn't make it out there because I would look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. um, and then also in that short, I'm also saying on record that GP would instead 
make you know score that hat trick, yeah. which also painfully we did not see. Yeah, your bet and the hedge of it both yes brutally failed. Um, but hey, Bear, I mean, lately his his goal contributions have been coming in. Uh, Willy Wonka form. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, I was I thinking. I don't know. I'm, but okay. I mean, the, and it's I know. not to any uh, fault of his. Yeah. At all. I mean, if if they're gonna put you at the penalty spot, you're gonna score it. Hey, that's all you right. can do is score it, and it's good that you are. And if you're gonna press a, a USL B <laughs> side keeper, and and end up with the ball in the back of the net on a tap in, it's better that it went in than it didn't. Um, yeah. But. You know, unfortunately, that's the only production that we're getting out of him right now. The thing is, right, we were talking earlier a little bit about, you know, how does he fit in to this club post-injury? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to it on the way actually to view what would have been a house viewing yesterday. Um, and just thinking like, you know, Joseph Martinez, when he came back from his injury, he didn't look slow like he may not be banging in goals like he was mm-hmm. but he doesn't look out of shape or like out of form or anything like he's still making those runs that he used to, to make and stuff like that yeah um but then i thought like it's it's kind of unfair to compare them because he is an older man he is a completely different human being so like people heal differently yeah and i do think at least um you know with coming on versus the revs that he did show more than I think he's shown in a long time. Against the Revs. Right. Yeah, definitely. So maybe, you know, like Ian, Ian was saying, it's just to give him time. Maybe that I'm coming around to the fact that, like, yeah, maybe we should. Just mm-hmm. because, you know, it is a serious injury and people come back in different ways from that. And maybe it just takes the confidence of, like, that Revs game and being able to link up. That that was my main concern was him not joining the link up and kind of just being a target guy. Which mm-hmm. doesn't work in this team. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. And it's it's something that we're going to have to figure out moving forward. And I don't want to open the Pandora's box that is like Tati talk because, you know, it always comes up in one way or another because, you know, we're, we're reminded weekly and, and mid-weekly every game we have that this it's team runs through Tati. per minute by the minute. <laughs> yeah, that this team runs through Tati and – Obviously, as uh, you know, we near the BPL window opening and, and various windows opening around the world, um, we start to hear rumors. And you know, the most prevalent right now is West Ham allegedly prepping a, a sixteen million dollar bid for Tati, which like the price is higher. Yeah, I I honestly wasn't sure. I felt like we had a high price that nobody was going to meet us at for him, but definitely an interesting thing to keep in mind because uh depending on what the deal looks like that could mean tati is gone in the end of june like literally like he will not be on nycfc's roster starting july 1st which would be rough that i mean it gives Uh, us some not believable like it it gives us some time to figure it out but it's not enough no it's not Um, enough. fun fact i mean if, if tati were to sell tomorrow for 16 mil that'd be 2 million more than the guy that Man City signed, who just scored six goals, Julian Alvarez, and so and there were rumors in the you know for those that know the little MLS Cup chat that we have going for NYCFC fans, um, that Julian Alvarez there were thoughts that he might be around NYCFC, and I think that ship has sailed after yeah. you know what we've seen. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on how much, you know, obviously Pep wants to get him in there. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't see them spending that kind of money for somebody to send down to us. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's a, an academy player, um, you know, somebody that they signed maybe younger and, and they want to get some experience. Um, but, I mean, of all the sister clubs that Men City has, I think we, we're number one on the list to get any type of human I, being. I would say so, too. Yeah, the market is too big compared to, you know, some of the other teams in the CFG portfolio, I guess you would call it. Um, but, yeah, we've clearly gone way past. We've waffled. Um, we'll yeah. see you guys, obviously, next week after, well, whenever well, he after, gets home. After this weekend, probably, like, midweek. Uh, next week after Minnesota talk about that um, and then the team goes into a big two week international break um, we'll gauge what the you know what the pod wants to do during that time um, I know we have some prep we want to do for a little special summer run that we're, we're trying planning. to have the best summer of our lives related to recording and really yeah, just going and places. living let's be honest um, but we are we're working to develop a schedule um with you know back to back to back to back to back guests um and that short list is developing so yeah stay tuned just stay tuned to our twitter and you <laughs> may find little easter eggs of who or what yeah i mean if you watch you know a couple episodes back we've definitely name dropped where we're not we've name dropped before for sure um we're trying to get some some ogs in this in this thing in this ting it's the best ones yet, and um, in there somewhere to get some some rest. Damn, spilt water on the Damn. undeniable champions poster. That's, I got another one downstairs that's untouched. Yeah, I think we have like four. Yeah. So <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week, uh, sometime after the Minnesota game, um, and we're looking forward to to that to that derby. Actually, yeah. quarterfinals. Yep, in a, in a very very fun summer. Obviously, thank you guys for watching. Uh, we will see you next week. You can find us anywhere that you find a podcast, including YouTube, uh, but especially Twitter. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week. Yes, yeah. peace.